Out of Bounds. Triple M. So big win, as we mentioned last week, to the Eton Boomers. They're just about locked in for a qualifying final. This weekend's big for them because they set, start to set the pace about trying to host the qualifying final to try and finish second. And one man that might help them out is a very important cog in their lineup, but not just that. This weekend, he's got a huge milestone. Oh, he is a very important player. And look, I was lucky enough, as I said before, to see yes. him come up through the juniors. He'll play his 150th game this weekend for the Eaton Boomers. But he also, Dan, yes. he played in the 2006 Premiership for the Boomers Colts, yep. which was the first one the club yeah, had right. won. Yep. He played 49 games for the Boulder up in the Kalgoorlie League okay. and won a Premiership. Yep. He played 19 games for railways up yeah, there yeah. and won a premiership. Oh, I like this. So he has got an outstanding record. And, of course, I'm talking about the legendary Matt Scott. How are you, Matt? Yeah, good, Craney. Ben, good, mate. Uh, I had a go with the intro, mate. You happy yeah. with that? Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I like it. I like it when Craney all of a sudden delves into someone's CV and actually gets it right, which is even better. Um, it's, it's obviously a huge milestone to, to reach 150 games at a club. What have you enjoyed the most about the Eaton Boomers? Probably just getting the uh, younger guys through and helping out where I can with their development and stuff. You know, coming back from Kagali towards the end of my uh, senior footy career. So yeah. just want to help out where I can. And yeah, it seems to be going along all right. Uh, quickly on last week's game, as I said, you guys had a sensational second half. I suppose from sort of halfway through the second quarter onwards, you really put the foot down. What do you put that yeah. down towards? I think it's just a bit of ball movement. We mm. decided to uh, take the game on a bit and a bit of run and carry. And the boys just, um, yeah, we all stood up, winning winning the uh, 50-50s and, and going from there, you know. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a good game. Like you said, the pressure was up early and oh, yeah. we held up and then excelled away and went on with the win. Mate, good. before I leave last week, yes. I got a, one of the – the things I really enjoyed was your matchup with Cody Miller. Of course, you played a lot of footy coming through the Eaton Boomers. How much yeah. banter was out there between you and young Cody? <laughs> oh, I don't think he uh, he, had, he um, took a breath for the first three quarters, <laughs> and then um, he then he seen the scoreboard. I think in the last quarter and took himself off. So. <laughs> He did actually. Hey, can, before we go any further, can I uh, ask you about this um, big controversy that happened pre-game last week when uh, one A Crane all of a sudden uh, had a bit of a pep talk to the Donnybrook Football Club? Uh, did you hear anything about this? Yeah, I've seen a couple of the boys a bit stirred up from it, so I didn't know what was going on really. But <laughs> I don't know what was going on either. All of a sudden, I don't either. All of a sudden, he's run off from the the commentary hey. position. He's in the middle of the ground. I'm going, what's going on here? And Aaron sort of said to me, I think he's getting a cashy. Um, no, actually, I got to let it out. All I was doing was taking the drinks order. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, right. So, right. mate, let's move on. The yep. a big day this weekend, 150 games. That gives you yep. live membership of the Eaton Boomers. Mm. And that yep. means you would join Dad Paul and yep. Mum Jenny on the honour board out there. That's pretty special for the Scott family, isn't it? Yeah, mate, it's just pretty unreal. It's Definitely something I've been striving for, like towards the, um, yeah, like I said, the end of my career. So just to get there's a bit of a relief. But um, it's also, yeah, you see the names on the board, not just them, but past past players and presidents and committee members and stuff that have that have made that board. It's pretty, yeah, pretty special to be a part of all that. I mentioned at the start that you've played in all those premierships. Have you had time to reflect on just, you know, a lot of players play a long time and don't get to one. 
and you've had to play uh, in quite a few of them. Have you had a chance to reflect on that over the years? I'm starting to now. <laughs> you're going to have a lot of parties coming up oh, every yeah. 10 years. You're going to have yeah. a premiership reunion. Yeah, that's it. I've got a few, yeah, lots of friends, lifelong friends made out of it all. So um, I might have lost a couple of boulder from leaving there and going to railways, but um, <laughs> I'm sure they still have a beer with me. <laughs> now, you've played a lot of finals footy, as we've said, and you know what's required. How's your... How's the side looking this year in your in your views compared to you know your past? Yeah, no, it's, it's look, we're looking real good. I think um, we're building up towards finals. Um, our younger players are starting to stand up. You know, the, the last year into this year, we've got a young young team like uh, Mitchie Kings and Nathan McCosker and Brandon Gregory, um, Joshy Scott. These boys are all kind of standing up and they've all played fifty plus games now. So it's kind of they're in their peak of their getting towards the peak of their careers. And um, yeah, we're really starting to see some fruits from their um, yeah from their young league kind of careers. Now, now Selling. you've you've but, seen a lot of players over the years, Scotty, but yeah. um, Jared Humphreys must be oh. up there with with some of the best of them. He is a bit freakish. Yeah, no, he manages to pull him down from anywhere. You know, I just I just try and get out of the way. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> you and everyone else, it seems. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. He come when he comes out with a head full of steam. He kind of just. Let him go and see what he does and try and get in the end of one. What's amazing about um, the forward line, because between Jared Humphreys and, and Brandon Jetty, uh, you've, they've combined for 100 goals this season. It is a very, very potent forward line, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We've, we've, we've just got the, you know, if it's if we're moving the ball well, we can um, and got a bit of space, we can hit them on the lead. Or if we're under pressure and it's got to go in there quick or um, deep, and they can both capable of taking big marks. And, uh, yeah, we see one-on-one contests are a key for them, you know. Trying to get them jumping over too many blokes. If we can give them the best opportunity to be in the position to take the, take the mark one-on-one, then we'll back them in every day of the week. Since the Landmark buy, it's not been absolutely plain sailing. Obviously, you had a couple of losses off the back of Landmark, and you had that real close match against HBL. What did you yeah. learn from that game against the side that at the moment is undefeated? Because, obviously, they can be beaten the way you guys took them on. Yeah, well, they're obviously a great team. They've been drilled pretty well. Um, but like us, they've got a pretty outside of their main main um, structure, structured elder, like older players. They've got a lot of young players as well. So um, come finals time, that's when the pressure goes up and mm-hmm. everything gets tougher and just kind of we'll have to wait and see what, you know, we're willing to take it up to them and back our players in. And I'm sure they'll do the same. So it's going to be, yes, it's going to be tough. But... Um, yeah, they're definitely definitely there for the there for the grab. So, your big ruckman in Bre- Brendan Page oh. too. He's um he's pivotal to this, isn't he? Given your because you've got a very good smaller group, but he's given them first um, bite of the cherry. Yeah, Page has been good. He's 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 um he's on the uh what do you call it royalty list at training. He doesn't he just does every Friday night. I reckon twenty minutes a week and keeps his body ticking over so he can get through. But um. Yeah, no, he's been awesome. He's puts his body on the line every every game. He jumps into him and yeah, break even. If now, mate, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, you've still got a game to finish off yeah. this weekend that yep. will give you a home final, which is very uh, special for the club during the yep. takings and all that. Last time you played South Bunbury, they come from nowhere and caught you on the hop a bit and beat you. Is that being talked about at all this week? Um, yeah, well, that's um, obviously last time we played them wasn't ideal. It's a cold Saturday night, and 
I don't know, it was just one of those games where we couldn't do anything right and everything we tried to everything we tried to change to fix it just wasn't working. So yeah, we're definitely out for a bit of um revenge this weekend to try and square the ledger with them. Um and yeah, we we really wanna focus on building building but we have to get through this game first and like you said, take care of South and, and then move forward from there. So yeah. And now one more, Matty, before I let you go. Yep. How's that bloke that's carrying your water for you out oh, there? Do you, do you ever get a drink off him, oh, or does he just sit on the sidelines? Oh, here we go. Yeah, no, he just he doesn't. He yeah, <laughs> he wants to toss a quarter maybe. If you're lucky. <laughs> Who are you driving under the bus here? Craig? Oh, that might be Matt Scott's dad and <laughs> Paul. Okay, right. So um, no, he does a terrific job. You're going to drive him under the bus. He's on the honours board, and you're going to drive yeah. him under the bus. Oh, he would have no hesitation <laughs> in doing the same to me. Don't worry about that. No, that's. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, and let's be absolutely. honest. That's that's this sort of show. That's that's fair. Go on, th- throw people under the bus if need be. Uh, it's going to be a huge game on the way tomorrow afternoon. Glen Hewen Reserve, the Eaton Boomers, up against South Bunbury. Matt's got yep. 150th. If you can't make it out there, we're going to be live on Triple M from around about 2:20 after the Sydney St Kilda game. So make sure you tune in for that. And even if you are at the game, take your transistor radio with you and have a bit of a listen. Matt, congratulations on getting to 150 at the Eaton Boomers. Best of luck for this weekend, and of course, yep. coming up yep. into the finals as well. Yep, cheers, mate. Thanks, thanks, Crony. Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M. Wonderful to catch up with Matt Scott. He is going to have, fingers crossed for his sake, a fun day tomorrow, 150th game. Um, it's just, you know, an amazing milestone to reach and to become a life member of a club. That's something pretty special. And you know what else? He's just a, a real good bloke from yeah. a real good family. So oh, Yeah, exactly. The family um, on the board, I am, yeah. And I know Paul and Jen are very proud of his uh, career and his footy. And so, so they, they should, should be. be. Exactly. Oh, we said that the same there now. We all know that they should be very proud. So it's our broadcast game tomorrow that uh, they're involved in, Eaton taking on South Bunbury. I mentioned it before, South Bunbury actually beat the Eaton Boomers earlier in the season. Can't see that happening this time, though, unfortunately. Yeah, they caused an upset, didn't they, in round 11? And things would have to go dramatically wrong for the Eaton Boomers for that to happen again. South wheels are just fallen off and um, yeah, I don't know where they're heading for that. I think a lot of the players will be looking forward to that saw and come five o'clock Saturday afternoon. Now, for Brett Maguire and his team, they're the first team to play on the weekend. Of course, Bunbury, the other ones who are really keen to see what's going to happen. So if you're Brett Maguire, what is your message, knowing that percentage is huge for the next couple of days? And that's one of the things when you play a a side that is down the bottom and you're on the top, you can go in there with a mental mindset to say, well, we've just got to turn up. That's it. I'd be wanting a really ruthless attitude. I'd be wanting to nail this game. I'd want to, yeah, I'd want to get that away to a a boom first quarter and make, um, put the pressure on. Uh, going to be interesting, the other game that's going on tomorrow, Collie Eagles versus Donnybrook. So for Donnybrook, obviously, for them, win, and they should finish in fourth spot. But a loss, and it opens the door for Augusta Market River. And as we know, Collie could very well surprise at home. Donnybrook need to find some form. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yep. And look, um, Collie Eagles, you know, you get some sides where they match up well against each other. And over the past few years, Collie Eagles have matched up very well with the Donnybrook Football Club. Yeah. And they're beating them when they, you know, even I think last year or sometime they beat the uh, the Premiers. So, uh, look, I'm not quite sure how this game's going to turn out. Um, Collie copped a bit of a whooping last week from from the HBL, but they run into a very good side. I 
would think Burgess would have the pressure on his boys because that home final would be crucial, I should imagine. Yeah, they're probably going to be out a couple of players. I think we're pretty sure Cody Miller's probably not going to play the way we uh, the way he looked post game and when we talked to him in the uh, in the sore. sheds afterwards, he was a very sore lad. But they might have a couple of outs. But it'll be interesting to see how they back up. Three games Sunday. Let's start with Bustleton Harvey Bulls. Bustleton getting a win last week might be able to finish with six for the end of the season. Yeah, so it'll be um, a pretty good reward. They looked pretty good early, as we said. Their short game is for very good when they get it right. Mm. Um, Harvey Bulls put up a pretty good fight last week and scored. They'd want to finish the the season off on a high, but you'd think Bustleton would come home pretty strong in that. Uh, HBL on the road against Kerry Park. I mean, Kerry Park have been pretty good the last couple of weeks. Actually, Kerry Park have been pretty good majority of the season. absolutely. They just had that little patch in the middle there where they struggled. But Mm. having said that, there's HBL are in a bit of a rare vein of form, and they got the chance to go through the home away season undefeated. I reckon that'll be a pretty good um, basis for them to go ahead and win that game of footy. And then Bunbury and Augusta Margaret River. This is the other game that's uh, obviously key to the top five. Payne Park at two twenty starts. So again, as we said, Augusta Margaret River are going to know what they need to do if they have a chance of finishing in fourth spot. They just need to win. For Bunbury, they're going to have sort of people with calculators on the sides going, okay, what do we do? Is it that big an advantage, though, knowing that you're going to be playing a side that's just a few k's down the road compared to, say, if you're having to travel to, say, Margaret River or Donnybrook or something like that? Oh, without a doubt there. But these home finals, they are are big for the clubs themselves because you get get all the um, people through your bar and area and you get people around the ground. Not so sure. You know, Bunbury after half time are red hot, but I'm not so sure if South actually come out to play. So it's a bit hard to to gain Bunbury's form, but what it would have done is played them into very good form because yeah. they got to use the ball uh, the way they wanted to. And uh, Margs have been stone cold for the last two weeks, haven't they? They just haven't really fired a shot. Yep. But I know one thing with Augusta Margaret River, you never underestimate them Ooh. because they're a sort of side when – They'll click a switch and all of a sudden they play some very good footy like they did at Eaton. And when, you know, they beat the Eaton Boomers at Glenwood. Yeah, exactly. No, you're exactly right. You're overcome with emotion with with how how incredible (laughs) that game was as you had to turn around there. No, but that's exactly right. I mean, we not necessarily stunned a couple of weeks ago the way that they played, but I think it's more, I think we've been a bit shocked about how they haven't played to that same extent the last couple of weeks or so. Yeah, it's a bit funny. We've watched them, or we called it, down at Donnybrook yep. when Donnybrook played at um, Gusta Margaret River, and they didn't fire a shot in the first half. Yep. And then they played that outstanding game. Yep. yep. And then they dropped away for two weeks. So I think Matt Jamison would be tearing his hair Just out. Just looking for some consistency, isn't he? Yeah, he'd yeah. be saying, well, what did we do so different yep. this week that we didn't do last well, week? Well, who knows? From here on in, it might be. That uh, this is where they kick into gear. You just don't know because, as you said, they're a side that can be really, really fantastic. Their golf between real good and not so good is sort of a little on the wide side. But hey, if they put up a real good performance this weekend, they but could one very thing well we do know yes. is Augusta Margaret River play pretty good finals footy. So. They do. Um, I guess it's a wait and see with that one. Can't wait. Uh, remember, our broadcast game tomorrow, 2.20, straight after Sydney St Kilda, we'll be at Glen Hill and Reserve, Eaton Boomers, taking on South Bunbury here on Triple M. Thanks to our mates at Bunbury Volkswagen, the home of the mighty Amarox. The local word on sport, out of bounds, Triple M. Finals kicking off this weekend, Lower Southwest Football League. It's going to be quite exciting final series as well. I think we're in for... 
couple of maybe slight surprises here or there. And one of the teams that might try and spring a surprise this weekend is from the uh, away down Pemberton, and that's the Southerners Football Club, Mr. Crane. Oh, it is. And uh, once you start finals, it is a whole new ball, new game. ball game. This Nobody knows it better than this fella, and he's a coach of the Southerners Football Club in Tim Lister. Good day, mate. Yeah, good day, fellas. How are you going? Going wonderfully. Well, we say you're the coach, but I feel like you've got about 400 different jobs going on at the Southerners Football Club, just as we called you were strapping a, an ankle, were you? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. just uh, trying to get the boys out on the track just as we rocked down to training. It's been a beautiful day, but the rain started falling, yep. so uh, all of a sudden they uh, wanted to start in the change room. So I said, we're not going to win it by sitting here, boys, so get out there on the track. <laughs> good point. That's a good Very point. good point. Now, mate, uh, we... We said at the start of the show we had a couple of cordials with you after the grand final last year. Well, yeah, I, I had a, a nice Coca-Cola. You had probably... And we had a great chat. Or ten. Yep. And you said you were going to turn it around this season. You have. What's been the difference between 2019 and last season? Oh, look, we've... You know, obviously last year we, we had a shocking year with injuries. Uh, we really struggled for numbers. So we, we ran, went out and recruited a couple of blokes um, to play a couple of positions for us. So... That's uh, probably panned out reasonably well. Um, but all of our local bikes, you know, they've got an extra year of footy. They understood what it was, you know, what it felt like last year when we were backs to the wall all year. And uh, all of a sudden this year when we had an opportunity to um, play a bit of decent footy, they were pretty keen to do so. So, you know, it's been a number of things that, that we've done at the club. But, um, you know, it doesn't really count for much if uh, we don't put the performance on the park this weekend. Now, you've been pretty consistent over the years. You had a bit of a hiccup in round 15 against Imps and around 16 against Dean Mill, but you bounced back with a great deal of vigour last week. Yeah, yeah, look, obviously those those couple of games were pretty disappointing from, from our perspective. I think uh, we had a pretty close look at what we did wrong there and we've tried to address a few of those things, so... Um, hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully this weekend we can address a lot of them against Dean Mill and um, we're going to have to if we want to uh, keep going in the finals. Now, Jack Hick moved on mid-season, but um, Darren Flockhart has really stepped up for you. Did he, did he embrace the um, more responsibility? Yeah, well, uh, Flockhart, Flockie was playing uh, centre-half forward for us anyway, so um, Jack was going to be that closer to, closer to goal bloke. Unfortunately, um yeah, he just he just couldn't get his head around playing this footy down here, and yeah, wanted to move back home where he was a bit more comfortable. So you can't begrudge a bloke um, yeah that opportunity sort of thing. So in his in his absence, we've had a couple of couple of blokes stand up, and yeah, Daz has been fantastic for us this year so far. I think he he got an eight or a nine goal haul that um got took off him though, unfortunately. So uh, he's still pretty savage with me over that, but yeah, well, he'll get over it. <laughs> Fair point. Hey, what did you learn? Because obviously you are coming up against Dean Mill this weekend. What did you learn from that loss a couple of weeks ago? It was a heavy defeat, and obviously Dean Mill probably had close to their best side out there for uh, for at least the last few weeks or so. But what did you learn from that game? Oh, look, well, we we learn a hell of a lot. Mm. Um, you, you tend to learn a fair bit when you get a 10-goal ten, ten spanking. Yeah. So, um, nah, look, they... <laughs> They play really, really good footy if you let them rebound out of their uh, half-back line. So one of the big things we're going to have to do is make sure our forward pressure is enormous this week coming and try to lock that footy in and stop their run from half-back because if you let them get going from there, the only time you can pull them up is when the umpire is bringing the ball back to the middle of the ground. 
Friday afternoon here on Out of Bounds, right around the southwest at Triple M. Daniel Leach here, Alan Crane over there. We've got Tim Lister, the coach of the Southerners Football Club, on the line at the moment. They've got a huge first semi-final coming up on Sunday, 2 p.m., playing at Boy Up Brook. They're up against Dean Mill, and Craney, this is going to be a real good contest. Oh, an absolute beauty. Now, mate, I'm sorry for this next question, but I run oh, into dear. this bloke quite often, oh, and dear. he says, it's about time you mentioned me on the radio. Here we go. How is... Young Wilco going, Dale oh, Wilkinson. Is he back and firing because he missed a couple of games? What a surprise. Oh, look, yeah. Um, well, Dale started off for us like a house on fire early in the season. And, uh, you know, he, I think he um, opened a, you know, a lot of eyes and a lot of mouths. And uh, then his mouth opened. And uh, we haven't been able to close it since. But, um, That's no, no surprise. He's... Uh, He's he's just starting to run himself back into into some really good form. He was uh, he was yeah he had a really good game against Tigers on the weekend, and um, yeah he's getting a bit of confidence back. He's uh, yeah he's a he's a big mobile bloke, so uh, we're going to need him at his best on on Sunday. Now injuries and a, you need a bit of luck when you're going to play finals footy. How is the squad looking for this weekend without giving too much away? Yeah, look we've we're very close to. Having a full strength, uh, full strength squad. We've just got one fellow who's under a little bit of an injury cloud. We'll see how he goes, how he pulls up after training. But um, yeah, we're. Uh, I think it'll just be, just about be the first time for the year where I've got a full squad to pick from. So that's a bit exciting. And it's a good lineup that you do have at your disposal. I mean, we're talking about the likes of, uh, you know, Tom Hawkins, Tom Collins, Shane Ben Dotty, who's been around for quite a while, Mitch DeCampo, um, and then you add in, you know, Darren Flockhart and even some bloke called Cody Hay, who's not half bad as well. So it's a good lineup that you do have at your disposal. It certainly is, yeah. It certainly is. Look, our back five has probably been our strength for the last couple of years. Uh, you know, with, with Trent Fox and Dale McRae down there and, you know, Cody Hayes just slotted into that back five with, with his experience and, and his kicking ability and, you know, he's uh, he's been fantastic for us. And one of the young young boys come up out of Colts footy, he was the captain of our Colts team, our Colts premiership team last year, young Chazzy Roach. He's, yep. he's uh, been playing in the back five all year and he just goes from strength to strength every week. So I'm really looking looking forward to see what he can do under the uh, under finals pressure. And what about yourself, mate? Are you going to sneak on the forward pocket there oh, somewhere? Oh. No, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. When you when you're about twenty k's overweight, there's not much sneaking that goes on. So uh, at least it's only no. twenty k's. That's something. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. I'm work, I'm working on getting another five on, but. Uh, a big pre-season, we'll see how we go. Well, mate, you've, I think you've met three times this year. It's 2-1. You need to even the ledger this weekend. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think uh, if we can uh, we can get all the boys on, we'll be in there with a real good shot. Yeah, and of course, uh, should I mention the reserve side have also made the finals. They finished in fourth in the reserves, so they're going to be playing this weekend as well. So it's a big weekend coming up for Southerners. Uh, the first semi-final... All happening at Boy Up Brook. Starts at 10 a.m. with the Colts. The reserves at 12 and then 2 p.m. Dean Mill up against Southerners. It is the elimination final in the lower Southwest Football League. So a massive, massive Sunday on the way. Tim, an absolute delight as always to catch up with you and have a chat. Thank you very much for taking the time and best of luck on Sunday. Yeah, no worries at all, boys. Thanks for having me. Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M. Tim Lister, always good to chat to him. Southerners legends. But right, but right now it's time to go to a Dean Mill legend 
who is also a friend of the show. He's, he's neutral, isn't he? He's not Dean Mills. He's just neutral. As of this weekend, isn't you can he get, a neutral commentator? This weekend, get stuffed on that theory. <laughs> Dean Mills, stalwart. <laughs> Nigel Reeve, our man in the know of the Lower South West Football League. Hello. Good afternoon, boys. How are we going? Going wonderfully. Uh, as I said, as of this weekend, I think that you probably are going to be leaning towards one way in this weekend's uh, semi final. I think since I've been on this show, I've, everyone knows which way I lean as far as footy clubs go, but no, nah, it's going to be I a think great leaning's game. understatement. Yeah. She's a she's a full on tilt. But you know yeah, what? Nothing. I have to put up with cranies, you know, trying to rev up uh, the Eaton Boomers and South Bunbury all the time. So and now why Donnie Brook. And now, oh, yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> you, you missed this, uh, Nigel. Last week, uh, pre game, uh, the game we were doing between uh, Eaton Boomers and Donnybrook in Donnybrook. Uh, our man, Mr. Crane's gone and uh, had a bit of a, a bit of a pre game chat to the Donnybrook side. And um, it did them well because they ended up losing by 55 points. (laughs) I used to have that uh, problem when I was coaching as well. (laughs) And I was talking to my own team. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good point. Hey, um, quickly looking at last week's games, sort of going to script with the the games that were on Saturday. We knew Imperials were going to probably beat Boyop Brook, but Boyop Brook put up a bit of a show. Yeah, they did. And uh, it's a good finish for them. I know they didn't get the win, but... uh, they pushed Imperials all the way, and it's probably good for Imperials too to have a game like that with a couple of weeks off. You'd be wrapped if you were a boy at Brook, I reckon. They've Absolutely. Had a, they've had a tough year. They could have easy capitulated into a, a massive loss, but mm. still to kick 11-5, good effort. And then uh, Cogen up well, mm, yeah, didn't quite go their way against Bridgetown. 11 goals to Jordan Jupp to seal up the uh, leading goal kicker. Yeah, no, he's a star. We've spoken about him many occasions, but yeah, it's... Uh, the first time Bridgetown were on the rebound, and uh, yeah, they weren't happy, obviously, and and coaching up with a team that caught the full brunt of their uh, well, their passion and desire, and uh, they want to rebound and get get ready for the finals in a couple of weeks as well. I'm just wondering where the Goose's men started Man Monday just a tad early there, <laughs> Weaver. Just possibly. Uh, Possibly Friday night, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it was inter- we, we obviously spoke to the Wiz last week in Lyndon Muir, who, of course, plays for Tigers. And we said to him, you know, you're going to know what your mark's going to be to try and win the goal-kicking ta- ta- tally. I think when he found out it was about 15 he needed to kick, he said, no, nah, bugger, this is not going to happen, I think. <laughs> oh, he still ended up kicking four, but uh, in a losing side. He w- he'd be happy with his own form, but yes. it's a team game, so he'd be disappointed with that. But, no, he- he's a terrific player and has been for a long time and hopefully for a few more years to come. Yeah, but Southerners, good performance from them, Craney. They went absolutely walloped, didn't yeah. they? They've been a bit uh, down for a little couple, and then they just come out the blocks. I don't know whether you know, Weaver, did Tigers just have a bad day, or were Southerners that good? Oh, Tigers have been hit pretty hard with injuries in the last few weeks, leading to the end of the season when they needed them. So they they really battled. They battled to get a reserve side out there, so they had mm. like no depth at all. But, uh, yeah, just... Suddenly, at this time of the year, if you don't know, they're, they're not bad. And, uh, um, I think you mentioned that last week, that they all of a sudden turned the button on. I've seen it for the last 30 years. And, uh, yes. <laughs> let's hope they peak one week too early. That's from a Dean Hill point of view. Okay, so try and be slightly objective if you can, because let's talk about the uh, the league first semi-final on Sunday, 2pm. Uh, these games happening in Boyupbrook this weekend. Dean Mill, 8-6 record. Southerners with a 7-6-1 and one draw record. Uh, Dean Mill have done quite well against Southerners this season. They have. They have. They've won two and lost one, but... These two clubs have just got a huge history from the from the time the league started, so they're the most successful as far as league premierships go. And 
I don't think this final will disappoint. I remember talking about it early in the season when we were on, on air saying which yeah. other club would I like to go through. But, yes. And it was sudden, as I think, from memory. But uh, let's hope it's not this week. But these two teams are evenly matched and it'll be a ripping game of footy. It's just game up by Brook, is it? Yes, it's in Boyle Brook. So is that going to make any um, benefit to one side rather than the other? Oh, I don't think so. They're both quite quick teams. They've got a plethora of stars in, in both clubs. So uh, it's wide open space over there. So I don't think it'll make a huge difference to either club. But as far as history goes, Dean will have got a good record at Boyle Brook when it comes to finals. But it counts for nothing, really. It's a neutral ground. It'll just be a great game of footy. A lot of run, they tell me, from Dean Mill off the half-back line. Is that Southerners, something Southerners are going to be very concerned about? Uh, yes and no. I mean, Southerners half-back line has got a lot of run through uh, as well. So uh, Dean Mill's back line's been outstanding this year with Blake. Uh, Brittany East, Blake East, uh, the, the Campo boys and Connor and Joss and Ben Farquhar have been outstanding down there. And then if you go down the other end, Tom... Tom Hawkins off the halfback and Dale McRae and his brother and, and Tommy Collins drifts down there as well. And the Fox boys, Trent and Matt. So I think the game will be won and lost from the halfback one and the rebound from defence. But, uh, yeah, I don't think it'll make too much difference. Depends who gets the ball in their hands as Gee, far as... When you talk right. about their matchups, it's um, yeah, yeah. it goes for an exciting game of yeah, footy, doesn't it? Does. it? it does. Hey, Nigel, you're not allowed to say anything right here. Tip, please, Mr Crane. Oh, that's very tough one. I'm going Dean Mill. Well, yeah, well, I was going to head Dean Mill, but Southerners went woofer against Tigers, yeah. so I'll probably stick with it. Oh, look, I know Weaver's going to go Dean Mill, and I know you're going to do Dean Mill. So no, I just said I'm going Dean Mill. Yeah, I'm not so, saying I mean, it's not a surprise. It's no, just no, I just so it. I better go with Timmy Lister's boys <sighs> just to okay. make it a two-one. Righto, okay. Um, uh, uh, Nigel, uh, the other obviously it's not just the league. We've got the Colts and the reserves happening as well. Uh, the Colts start at ten a.m. Bridgetown had uh, have had a pretty good season, eight and six record. They're taking on Dean Mill and the Colts. Um, it might be a bit tough for Dean Mill this one. Yeah, it could be. I mean, Demel ran uh, to within a couple of goals last week, so they played each other last week, and they're going to do it again this week. But mm-hmm. look, any other season, eight and six would have got you in second spot. It's yeah. just the Titans and Imps are a little bit stronger this year. The Imperials are a bit stronger in the Colts. But Bridgetown been outstanding in the Colts for the last two or three years, but they just haven't got anything to show for it um, as far as the flag goes. So it's not a bad spot to come from fourth. Demel will be up against it, but... Uh, you know, it should be a pretty good game of footy. There's some really good players in, in both teams. Bridgetown's uh, depth is probably a lot greater than Dean Mills, but uh, it'll be worth going over there early and have a look at these two clubs. And then at midday, Absolutely. yeah, and then at midday, the reserves, Imperials and Southerners. Imperials had a 10-4 and four record to finish in third spot, so they'd probably feel like they're a bit unlucky not to uh, find themselves in second with that sort of record. And Southerners sneaking in with a 50-50 record in the end. Imperials probably going favourites, you'd suggest? Well, I would think so, and they got some they got some stars in that side with Davron and Chris Franklin. These guys have played um, senior footy at yeah. Waffle level, so even though they're a little bit older now, they they're still class acts. And uh, yeah, like Braden Timms won the medal in the in the B grade last year, and and Sam Roberts has just come out of of Colts, and he's a, a young bloke on the way up. And then in Sutton's side, well, they've just got a, a huge amount of ex league players playing there, even though they're a little bit older as well. And Matthew Gillard, Russell Nidley, Stoney, and and Nate Meehan, so it should be a good game of footy, but I think Imperials are going favourite here. 
And as you said, if you're going to go to the footy, get along early and have yeah. a look at that Colts game. I reckon that'll be a ripper and um, make a day of it. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, 10 a.m. start, Bridgetown taking on Dean Mill. Then at midday, the reserves imps up against Southerners. And, of course, the league game at 2 p.m., Dean Mill taking on Southerners. All the games in Boyupbrook on Sunday. Make sure you get yourself along and have a bit of a look-see. Uh, we talked about class acts about uh, 90 seconds ago. Well, there's one class act that we just had on our show as well. Nigel Reeve, thank you very much as always. And we'll chat again next week. Alright, cheers boys. The local word on sport. Out of bounds. Triple M.